All right, let's go for this. And welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Thick and Thin Podcast. As always, it's me, Anthony Cardoza. Today, we're joined by the current line fight champion, former WBC super welterweight, welterweight champion, Josh Aragon. How's it going, guys? El Gato! Hey, hey, hey. It was a mission to get him on. I'm basically in a bunker in Arizona. But uh, we tracked him down, so here he is, guys. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. How are you doing today, brother? Good, brother. Good. Thank you. Yeah, you're fucking uh, constantly teaching privates. You're constantly working. Yes, sir. Yeah, so if you guys want to train with Josh, you could look up um, him on Instagram. Where they could where could they find you on Instagram? Let's get this out of the way. Uh, what is it? Uh, Josh underscore Aragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Josh underscore Aragon. So they can go there and hit you up for privates and stuff like that? Yeah. He's doing about, what, six to ten a day or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, that's exhausting, but um, that's awesome, man. I always, every time I come to the gym, he's always there, you know, 5 a.m., 6 a.m. He's training somebody some, at some time. He little 20-minute intervals where you can work out in between, right? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Live, breathe, sleep, Muay Thai. So let's talk about before there was an El Gato, when you were just a kitty cat. Oh, um, no. <laughs> where were you born at? Tell me a little bit about the childhood growing up. What do you remember? Earliest memories, that kind of stuff. Okay, uh, let's see. I was born in, uh, where was I born? In uh, Orange County Hospital. Okay. All right, in Anaheim, I think. And then I was also, uh, I was I lived in Whittier, and I moved around a couple places growing up, and so in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Where were you, what was your, like, your first place where you remember calling home? Like, where you could remember, like, good memories, a lot of, a lot of shit like that. Yeah, Whittier and Santa Fe Springs. Whittier and Santa Fe Springs? Mm-hmm. What was the neighborhood like growing up there? Was it a tough neighborhood? Was it mostly uh, Latino? What was it like? Yeah, mostly Mexicans. Okay. All Mexicans, yeah. You're in the streets, you know. A lot of scrappy stuff going on. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Were you fighting a lot as a kid? Um, well, I didn't really get into much street fights. I was also training, too, with my pops. He did boxing back then. Oh, days. your dad boxed? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he boxed. Oh, uh-huh. okay. Uh-huh. He did. He boxed. And uh, um, so I was doing a lot of boxing there. We would train out of the gym out of in Santa Fe Springs on Whittier Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a pretty cool little spot right there. It was uh, one of the guys I was friends with, like uh, Joe Camacho. Yeah. One of the Hell trainers. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was, uh, yeah, pretty good uh, up-and-coming young fighters there, you know? Mm-hmm. My dad coached out of that gym as well. Oh, he did? Yeah. See, I didn't know any of that. Yeah. The people don't know any of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. So, um. Your pops, he passed when you were young, right? Yeah. And I don't want to, I, I, all I want to do is bring up his memory and, and uh, no give worries. him a little tribute because he's the one that brought you into this world. And uh, So what age did your dad pass? He passed when I was uh, 12. 12 years old? Okay, yes. so you were older. Yeah. Oh, okay, so you remember him. You have a lot of memories uh-huh. with him and stuff like that? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, as much as he was there, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, had a, he had a different little path too, but when he was out, he was always there. Right. You know, and mm-hmm. then he was coaching and working at the time when he was home. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, and then your uh, were your parents together when he was? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I know your mom, uh, it's funny because your uh, cousin-in-law, Jace, was telling me a story of uh, when you guys would get in trouble, um, your mom would, like, clench you guys to and start kneeing you out. Instead <laughs> 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 of, like, a spanking because she knew you guys could handle a spanking. That's, that's uh, when she started training Muay Thai, too. <laughs> more. Yeah, she got, it, she got into Muay Thai, too, when my, when my pops passed away. Yeah. Know? And that's when I met Jason, them too, when we moved out there. Mm-hmm. And, uh... So yeah, say so, yeah. My mom, she's a, she's a different character. She's the best though. You know? Yeah, she's a, she is what taught me what hard work is about. You know. Yeah, she's got that fucking alpha female mentality. Just ferocious woman when it comes to business. Like knows how to handle her stuff. And whenever I talk to her and something's going on, I'm always like, Sandra, you're gonna be okay. I know you are. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, she's awesome. Dude. She, yeah, I mean, from real estate agent to a real estate broker, then loan broker, and now RN. RN still doing that on the side. Uh-huh. And stuff. Yeah, she she's a hustler. Play. She mm-hmm. don't play. She don't yeah. play. <laughs> <laughs> How is it like um, uh, growing up when you started? I know you kind of were, you know, everyone goes through that age. I think it's maybe a lack of a father or a parent, something like that, where we kind of realize that you're you're somehow a little bit different, right? Something like that. Is that what it is, or what would you describe it as? Um, well, also, I think, I mean, if it, I think it is like who, who you're around, who your crowd is, and the people you're surrounded with, you know, your influence in your life and and things like that you know mm-hmm. is the direction and the path you'll go in life you know yeah i learned that truly you know growing up you know mm-hmm. so uh yeah when i was younger i was around the wrong crowd you know what i mean mm-hmm. and, and my mom she really tried to keep me away from all of that you know because my dad growing up into that lifestyle and everything like that you know mm-hmm. um so she tried her hardest but she was working four jobs when my dad passed away you know mm-hmm. three jobs you know so she wasn't really home it was me taking care of my brother and sister and 
you know um you run into uh you know with the wrong crowd and you get influenced that way it's uh it's it can go a really bad direction you know and it's up to you to to notice that and start making changes in your life you know once i got older noticing that and seeing what what life really is about you know and, and where they go too right exactly and I, know, there's I'm, nowhere there's no win-win for those situations there or that type of lifestyle you know yeah absolutely um i know for me i fell victim to a lot of older people's bullshit at a young age trying to impress them trying to be cool so oh try this try that and then i realized somewhere along the line these guys didn't do shit and i was doing all the fucking crap exactly exactly <laughs> that's usually goes. what it is uh-huh, right uh-huh. especially out there if you're in the streets you know like that yeah they always the, they might they might tell you oh you got to put in work or something like that because they want you to fight this guy but truth is they're, they're too fucking scared to do scared, it exactly. they're scared to do it yeah. so they may have you do it yeah and so then, much going back to that question i didn't really get into too much fight because of training into that you yeah know? so i mean like i've always had a little discipline you know mm-hmm. and if i did get into some situation it was handled quickly you know i know for me i was always fighting until i learned how to fight and then i stopped i was just like oh you know, because I probably didn't know how to punch or I had felt like I had to prove something. But when you actually know that you can do something, that fucking chip on your shoulder kind of goes away, right? And also the discipline, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, what, what do I have to prove? I right. know what I have. I don't need to prove this to nobody, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know you teach your kids. Um, is that sort of just the thing you want to instill in them? Like, install uh, in life, yeah. It's yeah. like just, you know, discipline. You know, hard work, school work, all that. School's most important, but, you know, discipline, staying out and, you know, everyday life. Also, you need to n- not only be smart in the books, but have life skills, you know, street skills as well. Yeah, I think yeah. So a lot of people think of it as like, oh, he doesn't need to be a fighter. It's, like, it's not about that. It's just about understanding that, you know, the shit you do in the gym pays off later on. And if you're going to have a competition, you're going to have to do something, you're going to have to go through some fucking hell. Exactly. And pretty much in life, it's just going to be those ups and downs, those big losses. But learning how to deal with those kind of situations just brings you a level of humility that most people can't understand. It's just going to benefit you in life, you know. Yeah. I have, like, most of my students, you know, not, none of them are real fighters. I mean, besides the guys that we work with in the gym out of Seattle, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, other than that, um, um, all, all my students just, every, every, you know, average average workers. I mean, you know what I mean? Obviously, well-off, successful students, you know. So mm-hmm. it, you can actually see, too, what type of lifestyle it is when you actually work hard for that, you know. Yeah. And do your things and stay focused. So in high school, you were you're a fighter. Everyone knows that you actually fight in the ring and you compete, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what was that like? Was it like you had a big group of fans? Everyone's clamoring to hang out with Josh because he's an actual fighter. I had a lot of friends go to my fights, you know, and then they would talk about it much. You know, you don't want to try to brag about it much, you know, but yeah. it, it gets talked about. They do it for you. you. Know? <laughs> <laughs> no lie, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, it was cool. I uh, played football and they knew uh, I uh, I was a fighter. And, you know, just, I, I mean, I never really put it out there like that. Everybody just already mm-hmm. kind of knew, you know, just yeah. from from me staying active and like when i was young you know at that time fighting you know in high school and training and things like that you know did anybody try to challenge you because they knew you were a fighter or was it like a legit different level like kind of um i think like when after like the first time you do get in a scrap and that then everybody kind of they kind of knew so tell me about that first time (laughs) 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 just different times you know just uh what i can't let's see man high school man um First time we come back into that. <laughs> Jeez. We're diving back I, like yeah. 30 years, bro. No, yeah, it's not I, that long. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just remember a time where I, you know, you fought a, I fought an older guy. He was like a junior or senior or freshman. And, you know, I beat him up pretty bad, and that was it. You know, other than that, everybody, they didn't want to mess with you after that. You because know? I know you were in the gym at, uh, what was your first time in the gym? How old were you? Uh, for my Muay Thai gym? Yeah, for like your Muay Thai gym. Tell me about, uh, a little I bit was, about that and how that I happened. I was about 12 years old, yeah. Okay. 11, 12, yeah. I, it was right after my dad passed away, you know, mm-hmm. and then I met Walt. I went to a fitness, my coach, uh, Walter Mikulowski, I went to a, like this uh, gym where he was teaching Muay Thai out of the ring and stuff, and they were like kicking the pads and it looked badass. I was like, oh, I got to learn this, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I actually sparred that day and he was like, I was like, oh, I was getting kicked in the knee. Because you knew how to box. No, because I knew how to box. And yeah. I seen that after from the pad work and stuff. And they're like, oh, can I try? And he's like, yeah. I got kicked in the knee. I was like, oh, that's it. I'm <laughs> Oh, that shit hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the hell was that? You know? <laughs> yeah, it's a different game. Yeah, it's I fell in love with it after that. Yeah. And then so I know you started doing smoker fights, which for those of you guys that are familiar uh, or aren't familiar, rather, it'd just be like fights that they held at gym. This is when it was 
California State Athletic Commission wasn't involved, so you could pretty much do them anywhere at any time, right? <laughs> that was the golden era. That was the great times in, for Muay Thai in our, in our days. <laughs> yeah, because the the quality of fights that you paid for would be so much better because these guys have so much more amateur experience, right? Exactly. Everybody, yeah. You know, so actually when they would go pro or anything like that, they would look really, you know, at least high-level skilled fighters. Just right. Some of the ones that we see nowadays, you know? Yeah. That absolutely. shouldn't even be in there at all, you know? Mm -hmm. Or at least work their way up to the amateur way, you know? And and smoker days were the best because it's like not only that like you had the coaches and the gym other gym coaches other people that were known they were the judges they were the referees so the fights were actually called the way they were supposed to you know right nowadays it's hard to get some of those this time you know? yeah sometimes you get these horrible calls or you have a boxing coach teaching or judging, uh, judging muay thai, muay thai or an mma judging muay thai yeah, because they work in the same commission and all that mm -hmm. you know with csac or or ansac any of the other states you know mm-hmm so what was something um, that, you know, I remember when I, f when I first started training, um, I, I went to the gym, and it was on Colorado, and I had tra tried a bunch of different gyms, and um, I kind of thought I was the shit, because I would go into martial arts gyms and just beat the shit out of their best fighter, and I was like, oh, this is fucking a joke, and yeah. then I saw Muay Thai, I saw a picture of, uh, of Walt, so I went down to Sietong, and yeah. I spar, or I, I didn't spar, I just took a class, and you were teaching, and you had a, a big title fight coming up. Okay. And I remember this. I was probably 17 going on 18. I was about to join the military. Yeah. So I get out. I go in the military. I'm gone for a couple of years. And then I come back and they're like, oh, CC's dating this fighter. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, okay, sure. Like I fucking fuck up fighters all the time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm like, right no problem. That. I get out of the car and then I see you and I was like, oh shit, I remember this guy. And then you're like, oh yeah, I remember you. And then you're like, come to the gym with me. And I was like, okay. And then you're like, yeah, we'll spar. We'll work out. I was like, okay. You had just got your nose broken by, I think, Victor Ortiz. Uh no, Elliot. I sparred oh, with Ortiz after. I Elliot broke it first. Uh, you remember Elliot? Yeah, too, I remember. Back in the days. Uh -huh. Yeah, he was a uh, boxer too. <laughs> Sad story for him too. But yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah. He was actually good back then, and mm -hmm. uh, he broke it with an elbow. I got caught with an elbow. He hit me with an uppercut and hit with the elbow cut. So it was a pretty bad break. Yeah. And then I had a fight still. Though I was training for a fight. So then, like uh, that following weekend, we went to uh, Wild Card, and I was sparring with Freddie Roach. Mm. Uh, I mean, we were, I was at Freddie Roach's gym sparring, and then Victor Ortiz. Mm -hmm. We would work with Justin Fortune, mm -hmm. uh, Crew Walter, Mikulowski, and myself. He would take me to go train with uh, Justin Fortune at the time. Yeah, and then um, I remember. So you were going to spar with me, and then you were about to hop in the ring. You're like, "Oh wait, my nose is broken." Walt, you go with him. <laughs> so I sparred with Walt, and. Um, I just started going. I don't know what I was doing, so I just started throwing punches, and then he started like stepping back and uppercut cross. So he broke my nose. Oh yeah, cut my cheek, and then you're like, you were laughing, and you're like, Walt, stop! He's <laughs> 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 just beating the fuck out of me. Yeah, oh and yeah. I came. I showed up the next day, and he was like, okay, this guy's cool. Yeah, that, <laughs> I honestly, that's how. That's why I think Crew actually like took me in because yeah. like I was like that tough of a kid, and Crew Walter was training at that time for fights and stuff, you know. So he, I was just like his punching back. Yeah, I was sparring partner, but I'll just be getting beat. Yeah, you know. But I'll come, come forward. Yeah, do yeah. what I can, you know, trying, yeah. to, trying to hit something, you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, those were good times. And then you'd see you, I'll still come back the next day. And the next day, he's like, okay, yeah, this kid has Work something. with him, right. Uh -huh. What's your mindset going into a fight? Like, do you even remember your first fight, or was that too long ago? Uh, my first fight, oh, way too long ago, bro. I'm 35 yeah. years old now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's 14, like 15, Too many 16, battles, yeah. too many, every, everything, you know that. Mm -hmm. uh, but so the, all I remember, probably I can't really remember much. All I remember is like, you know, it was just like swinging for the fences at the time. Everything went out the window the first fight, you know. Yeah. First couple fights, you just so nervous of performing in front of everybody, you know. Mm -hmm. And then especially like what I was like 13 at that time when I was fighting smokers, there was no uh, like sanctioned youth kids like they had right. you know there was no fighting no you were kids. fighting grown ass men yeah he was 22 years old you know yeah. I was like what 13 you know and if you think about that now like you think of a, like your son Jaden or something like that like his body versus a grown man's body yeah. it's fucking insane to think about that <laughs> you know? I know but I think I was a little bigger at that age like if yeah. I seen like if you go back on the videos we were just watching at my mom's house the other day like so I had a little taller figure so it was okay it mm -hmm. wasn't like I looked too small when yeah. I was 13 14 so they thought you were a grown man no well <laughs> I was a kid, <laughs> so they would get mad that I would beat the. I remember like my first fight, literally, were as we were fighting. Okay, it's a, mm -hmm. it was at MTA. Mm -hmm. Every anybody, any of the old school, you know, veteran Muay Thai fighters, they know 
yeah. okay, who are MTAs is North Hollywood. Right. It's like that's it's the like first the Muay Thai gym in America. In America, yeah, you know, in, mm-hmm. United, in California for sure, in the United States, in America. You know? That's where Ryan Gosling trained. Um, there's a bunch of people because that's like the oldest one, so it has that oh, yeah? that yeah that title. Right, so yeah. they they go there to yeah, think. Krupa you know, Buck's been there forever. You yeah, know? forever. Good mm-hmm. man. Um, so. Um, so, so I was there. It was that MTA. Uh, I was fighting, right? And then the, in the middle of the second round, I, um, the dad, he was like 22 years old, but it was this Armenian guy. I remember that. The, the dad, that's why I won't forget that. The dad uh, hit the, the referee like in the back of the head because I was winning by so much and a big old brawl blocked out. Because, you know, like, I mean, it just In the middle out. of the fight? In the middle, in the second round. We had to stop in the pause <laughs> in the middle of the round because, like, it was at MTA, so he hit one of the, re- uh, it was the referee judging the, uh, yeah. um, I'm sorry, the judge judging the fight. Uh-huh. He smacked him in the back of the head, like, what are you scoring that for? And so, you know, it's one of the gym members, so yeah. all the guys from MTA went, whap! Yeah. And he was <laughs> beat down, like, before they had to escort him out. And, oh, shit. And then finally we, they, put us back on it and they're like are you okay to go your dad is outside he <laughs> dad's beat up coming, in the alley he ain't coming back in it's not allowed he's like yeah, yeah let's go we continued you know and yeah I, you know i won the fight but it was wild it was like what the hell is going on jesus christ you know? yeah that's that's uh i remember one time i was fighting and um the ring collapsed in the second round and uh like we had to wait for 30 minutes till they put the ring back together and i was so drained like emotionally and they're like do you want to start the round over and i was like yeah i don't give a fuck but in my head i was like please don't say yeah <laughs> and the guy was like yeah i was like fuck <laughs> oh shit yeah that's how it is so, that's, that's wild shit bro right. um so smokers best times man. yeah that was so, uh, there's some there's some crazy stories that I could because it used to just be uh, fighters all hanging around in the same area and it was just like different groups of fucking fighters and they're like drinking and smoking and shit like that know, so it was, it was just that's it the coaches are in the back smoking cigarettes everyone's yeah drinking. it was it was good time. it was wild because well, there was this one time it was at i was at um oyama we went to oyama's guys they had smoker mm-hmm. fights it was uh in no limits right uh, at that time he was working at that uh teaching there mm-hmm. the muay thai um it was nice big ring we went out there and some guy from like iowa came down and he was like i think i was like i was heavier too back when i was a kid too i would fluctuate weight it's crazy you know mm-hmm. but i think i was like 170 and the, the guy was like 195 some tall white dude from iowa you know it was like talking all this smack to everybody they couldn't get him a fight because they couldn't find someone his weight and his experience and yeah. I, I i was supposed to fight and i couldn't get a fight so crew rex is like josh and that those are the days like josh Fight this guy, beat this guy's ass. I know he's Crew Rex. Crew Rex. RIP, RIP, man. Crew Rex. Dude, what a gangster. (laughs) So he's like, Josh, you're going to fight him, okay? He's talking too much. You know, I was like, okay, let's do it. (laughs) We asked Crew. Crew's like, yeah, let's do it. Boom, fuck it. I ended up whipping his ass, you know? I mean, he was a big dude, so I couldn't drop him or knock him out or anything. But at the end of the fight, he got all mad and smacked me in the back of the head. Crew jumped across the ring so fast and was like in his face trying to. We had a whole crew back and stuff. You know? <laughs> it was wild times. Everybody's Damn. get on him, you know. And then my crowd's wild, you know. So yeah. they're all pissed off. I had to calm everybody. I was like, "That's it. He already got his ass whooped." Yeah, he already lost the fucking fight. Home, bro. <laughs> you know? That's crazy. So you're in high school. All your friends are going to your fights. I'm sure there's girls all over. Yeah, yeah, Oh, you're like the it guy from a rock star. Yeah, ex- exactly, right. <laughs> <laughs> but now, um, obviously, things are different and stuff like that. That was the um, the smoker age, and I remember my first fight was the last. I think California State um, sanctioned, or they let smokers happen. And after that, you sort of went and started doing um, just to try to do a normal job, right? Yeah. You had yeah, already yeah. been fighting for, at this time, what, like 10 years or something like that? You are kind of tired of it? For a long time. No, it's not that I was tired of it. I mm-hmm. mean, I've al- I always loved Muay Thai. It's just that my son, Jaden, was born. So, and at that time, uh, there was no money in Muay Thai whatsoever. Even the, today, it's very little, but there's still no Muay Thai money in Muay yeah. Thai. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely none. And, and uh, so, I had to get a good job. I had to feed the family, feed my boy, you know? Mm-hmm. Think about uh my son instead of myself you know so i got into ac started doing that you know and um i always would come back every now and then, but it was so hard you know you work freaking 40 50 hours you don't want to go train at the gym especially when you're in the attic all day doing you know manual labor mm-hmm. so um um i ended up getting you know uh, later on down the road and ended up working out where Muay Thai was making more money and there was more opportunities into it to make money at least you know so yeah. um, i started coming back and little by little you know uh, doing good, so I was able to do it full time as a job, you know. Yeah, I remember Lessons. when you, I would, because I was in there like every day for a couple of years and you were gone doing this and you came back. And the guy, I won't even say his name, but he was the champion at the time. Um, 
you sparred with him and you were like throwing him around and then after like two rounds you're like i'm not even tired and he was gassed and he's like well fuck it let's go again <laughs> <laughs> i was just like oh shit like and i thought because you were out for a couple of years i was like oh this guy's gonna work josh but just the level of understanding of the sport and like the head movement and stuff like he just didn't understand those things you know what i mean yeah it's experience you know yeah I mean, it's just yeah, experience. He was the champ and he was the man at that time but experience levels is everything you know? yeah you, you know? have some of these ties that retire with Tom, and he went, uh -huh. he went in and what he did to Gaston. People were like, oh, yeah. It's like, dude, that guy did not train. I, I was there when he retired. Four years later, he came back and fought him. Yeah. You know, yeah. and trained with you guys for a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah, and then fought. That's right. <laughs> People were like, oh, yeah, this is not a Trained with us for like two and a half weeks. Yeah. That's Thai style. That's Thai style, yeah. <laughs> but he just had all those fucking experience, all those fights. So it's just really a different level, a different world, right? Yes, sir. And reading, too, you know? Yeah. You got to be able to have that. Mm -hmm. that skill that mindset of be able to read and see things as they come do you think um you know now that you're coaching and you're able to teach people this kind of stuff do you think this is something that uh you have to be born with can you develop it is it just on your teacher or what do you think for coaching yeah for coaching now now that you're stepping into the shoes of a coach like do you think do you see like your ability in other people or do you just think that some people have it some people don't or what is your gauge off of that i think everybody coaches different and everybody has their own their ways and mm -hmm. it may work for others and some not you mm -hmm. know um but you got to find that match that 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 you'll click you know and yeah. you somebody you'll look up to as a like for a fighter wise you're looking up to like something you're you know you're gonna see where you're benefiting too as well you know and getting better at that time so because you want to you got to listen to your coach you, you know have I mean? to 100 you, know, you won't get better you know if there's yeah. a, you have a guy that thinks he knows it all then there's the coach ain't even gonna want to work with them you know right so uh i mean not i'm not really much like where i'm looking into other coaches but you got to um so uh, i used to think like oh if you're not a fighter how can you be a coach you know what i mean how do you know what it is but then i've seen some other great coaches that weren't fighters at all and they they learn the skill and you know uh what it needs to do to win in the ring or the cage you know um and they end up taking some of these fighters really far and doing well with them you know so it doesn't necessarily mean you have to be a fighter but i know you have to at least be around the sport and understand it more for me i feel like uh, how am I gonna? This guy doesn't know how I've been in deep water, so how is he gonna understand uh, that? Exactly, you know I mean? the it feeling it feels like to have someone really beating fought, you, or, you know right, right. Mean? So it's it's t it's different, you know. Yeah, I think it's really important when uh, I'll talk. To, I remember one of my students, Alejandro, was fighting, and and uh, he's kind of like has this weird look in his face, and I'm just like, come here. I was like, you feel like you can't breathe? You feel like your arms are heavy? He's like, yeah. I was like, yeah, it's normal. Yeah, like, it's okay. It's exactly what he's feeling. Yeah, but I was able there. to look at him and be like, I've been there. I yeah. know what you're feeling. Don't worry. Exactly. <laughs> yep. You know. Yeah. No, it's important. You know. Yeah, to have that sort of trust and stuff like that because um, then you know like you know that what he says is you know he's been there done that you know right. obviously he knows you know? yeah and you have to be able to pull the trigger when you see something that you're not seeing yeah right like right hand okay boom you just got to be able to do it and not six times because the other guy hears that he's saying that and he's waiting for you to throw it so he can fucking counter you or something right exactly <laughs> exactly let me backpedal real quick because i just want to talk about how fucking crazy you used to be through <laughs> how you are now we won't get into some of the other stories just because for the sake of you being a family man thank you. <laughs> thank you yeah but i do want to talk about the thanksgiving brawl i was uh, mentioning this to a couple people i just want to hear your side of the story what you remember and then i'll put my take on it all right <laughs> okay so. thanksgiving day we're gonna play football at arcadia high school go oh yeah we were, <laughs> <laughs> we were having a fun time we i think we did that a couple years already before yeah. that, that mm -hmm. time you mm -hmm. know um so we all got together you remember you know, we were playing, and I think one of my wife's cousins brought one of his friends over, you know, and uh, we, were all, we were all having a good time, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, one of the, remember the guy was getting, like, mouthy with me, and I was being cool, right? Yeah. Wasn't I, like, just say, hey, hey, you know, you know? We, we were just, like, normal shit talking yeah, during a normal know? game, and yeah. we were playing football, you know, mm -hmm. and then he just started getting too aggressive, and one led to another where we started getting each other's face, and then everybody was holding us back. Holding me back, and then we're about to leave. They weren't, and I was really mad because he kept saying stuff. Did you hear him? He kept going the whole on time. and on and on. And, and for like twenty minutes, we're like, "Get yeah, the fuck like out of here! Like, get your stuff and go, bro. Like, get leave. out of here!" Yeah. Like I was telling him, you know. And then finally, I snapped where I was going to, and then they were holding me back. And then Angel's shirt was all ripped off, and he was trying to hold you. <laughs> and he's all, he was yelling at them too, like, "If you guys don't fucking leave, I'm gonna let him go." <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, you remember better. Yeah. Huh? And then, and then. Uh, that's when I told you guys, you better, Anthony, you better, if you're my homie, you better get him right now. <laughs> you run across because I couldn't get to him, you know? <laughs> and then after that, it was like, night, night, he had to go home. Yeah, it was it was funny because I was just like, I, I didn't want you to say that. That's the one thing I didn't want you to say because yeah. they were talking shit and they were sitting next to me and I was pissed. 
because you were my coach at the time. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, oh, and, I, and you're like, Anthony, if you're my fucking homie, you're going to sock that fool in the face. And I put my head down. I was like, sorry, bro. What? Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, their guys got up, but it was like Jason, Richard, everyone. So we just started beating the shit out of these guys. Yeah. And then after Jason's like, or I shouldn't even say his name. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like starts going through their pockets <laughs> and they have their head down and he's like oh my <laughs> and then we're like hey. i was like hey man it's thanksgiving give them back their money and they're like yeah you're right sorry man have a good thanksgiving <laughs> jason <laughs> that's funny oh, and then it was yeah. just like oh god <laughs> after that we all went to dinner and had turkey <laughs> that, that potatoes thing. this was like normal shit too like <laughs> yeah, huh? was it when your kids were born that you kind of like you know i know you're still a little wild and shit but uh, overall there's like a big mind change right of course yeah of course yeah yeah, that has a lot to do with it, you know. Mm-hmm. You always want to be a better example, you know. Yeah. I want to show. I want to. I want be there for my kids, you know, like the way better than you know than my father was giving my kids the stuff I didn't have, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. That's it. Now that you're like a grown man, this is just me asking a question because I'm curious too. Like, I grew up fucking hating my dad, you know, because he was a drug addict. He um, he was like abusive, this and that. He was just like, on the streets all the time, and then like, yeah. As I fell into like addiction, and I fell into like where I had lost control. I was like, I fucking understand this guy now. Yeah. And I stopped having that chip on my shoulder. I know your dad's a little different, but did, was that something that you grew up with, like a resentment towards your dad that kind of went away, or is it just like you understand like a certain point of, you know, maybe as a man where he was coming from? Or um, Not really resentment, more mad that he still chose his lifestyle than what he wanted to choose over us, you know? Mm-hmm. Not a resentment, though, because still my dad was a good man. Even yeah. when he was out, he was, yeah. everybody loved him. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I loved him. He always put more good time into us, you know, but... He just had problems, you know. He yeah. Loved, he loved. He liked to live the way he liked to live, you know. And I think as you as you become a man and you start to like succumb to certain things, like you know whether it be like women or drugs or fucking um, you know a lifestyle of spending money or whatever it is, you yeah. start to understand that like some things you don't have control over, and it takes a lot of fucking work. So it's like you could empathize with the situation, right? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I think that's where I was, where I was fucking mad all the time and I was angry. And then as I got older, I was like, oh, it's not so fucking black and white. Like, oh, you didn't care. It's like, it's not that, dude. It's the fact that, like, something had a hold of this guy yeah. that he didn't have any power over. Yeah, they were lost. Yeah, yeah, and at the time, too, there was no, like, for, I know for my dad, there was no, like, addiction, like, the w- specialist, the way there is now. And it's fucking everywhere. And everyone's got an opiate problem nah, and shit. Give, yeah, they yeah. didn't care then, you know. It's they a different the, generation. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So there now. There the liberals all there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember, um,. Two at my funeral, something that really stuck out at my funeral. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> but I remember at my dad's funeral, the one thing that stuck out to me was I was fucking overwhelmed, you know. But I remember you came up to me and you're like, like, your dad's here with you now. Like, talk to him and say what you need to say. And then some fucking woman came up hysterical and was like, ah! yeah. But I remember when you told me that. Yeah. And so you, like, talk to your dad and stuff like that now? Yeah, like, for sure. Like, yeah. um, you know, my, my, there's a couple loved ones I've lost that are close to me. And mm-hmm. uh, I truly believe that their spirits will be around you know and, mm-hmm. and i i think they're watching us you know what i mean so if you feel like you ever need that you know to talk and reach out to them you know yeah I, you know just you know if and then they'll give signs if not then you know if you don't feel a sign or open up but i believe that you'll they'll show you a sign that they're here you you know what I mean? right. they're listening and they're here you know and when you weren't fighting and you weren't training did you always feel like a pull to go back or was it just oh, all the time e- that's yeah. why i would show up every once a month all fat and spot <laughs> you know because remember i'm doing ac so i'm eating like fast food you're right. training you know you're stopping stopping at all these different houses you're eating whatever the shit's on the road you know yeah so it was like yeah it wasn't good but i'll still go in because i missed it i had to go in there and punch some faces you know yeah Yes, sir. And then, so, like, did you feel, like, kind of like a spiritual sickness that, like, your path wasn't the way it should have been, or? At that time, I was really busy and mm-hmm. then caught up into other things, you know. So, I was, you know, like, I'm with my family mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and just eating and doing things. Yeah, like that. <laughs> enjoying that you haven't been able to splurge Yeah, like but that. I did miss being in the ring. When I would go to events and do all that or be at the gym, it's like, oh, yeah, I need to get my ass back, you know. You knew, like, this is where you need to be, you know. I remember... um and you, you t- I don't even know if you remember this, but there was a time when you weren't training and you kept telling me, I'm going to be back and I'm going to be champion. And I was like, like, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, I talked to a witch doctor and she told me I was going to be champion and I'm going to be uh, something special one day. Do what? you remember that? No. <laughs> I never talked to a witch doctor. I'm scared of them. No, a psychic or somebody. You. No, I no swear. No way. Maybe somebody else said, I don't, know. I don't mess with it those. It was you. you know, I, I don't swear. Play with that stuff, dude. You said it was like a psychic or like a lady that had visions, and she came up to you and told you this. 
maybe, or maybe I was on mushrooms or something, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. But I remember you told me this when you were out of shape, and I was. But like, I knew I was always gonna come back and be a champion, you know. Oh, so and then even when like um, when the even when I came back, you know, and I blew out my knee and stuff, and then uh, the doc's like, oh yeah, I had ACL, MCL, MCL, PCL. I blew up my my meniscus, mm-hmm. every fucking ligament you can just think gone. Of. And like, oh yeah, you ain't gonna fight again. And then fucking, I was like, yeah, okay, asshole. I came back in like ten months, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, fighters, I don't know if it's because of your body or what it is, but everything sort of gets cut in half because of the, I don't know if it's the circulation, the healthy lifestyle or what it is, but if they say eight weeks, usually in like six weeks, you're fine or something like that, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. now that you get older, when they say eight weeks, it's probably it's about, probably about eight weeks. That's very true. That's very true. I'll win these fights nowadays. I'll see these guys I've beat and they're over there. Running the next freaking three days later, I'm still sore a month, two months later. Yeah, I remember um, I was telling, uh, I was talking to Nate, I think, and I was like, yeah, you're like young Wolverine. I'm more like drunk old Logan. <laughs> I was like, I still heal, but it's really slow, and I'm always loaded. <laughs> like, oh, so God damn it. True, huh? <laughs> Crazy. What's, uh, what's some goals now? Now that you've, uh, you're obviously champ, um, you know, we're getting a little bit older, do you still have love for fighting or what? Where, oh, yeah. Yeah. I want stuff to, um, Vegas to open up and my local shows to open up, you know, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, get back in there, you know, even out over, even wherever they want to send me, you know. Yeah. Overseas where steroids are legal. Yeah. Yeah. All these fucking juiced up Russians and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Scrap with them in the backyard. We're American. We ain't scared. What's your, yeah. <laughs> what's, what's your, uh, like a fight that sticks out for you that you had? Maybe that just first thing that pops in your mind, something where you're like in a war or something crazy happened other than like obviously the um, the brawl at MTA. Were you ever like just a fight you can remember like going through hell? And can you tell me a little bit about that experience? Oh, let's see. Going through hell. Battles. I've been in a lot of good fights, close fights. Yeah, I've you been, have. And I had some sorry camps coming up like where I fight with injuries or I'm sick. Just a bad luck on my part, you know? But I mean, I've all. No matter what, if I say I'm gonna take that fight, and I told him, and I can like, if I can walk, I'll be there. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. why. So, but there's been like, man, so many of them. You know that there's some yeah. where I freaking was laid on my back for what, like, uh, maybe only four days before the fight, I was yeah. able to try to cut the weight and run and do other than that. Other than that, I was doing therapy when I, you know, because the herniated disc. I have so many crazy stories in the camp yeah. where i shouldn't have fought but i did because i told him i would yeah and i think that's uh something very admirable that you stand by your word but it used to also as your teammate or as a your student that used to drive me fucking crazy about you because you would never stop i'm like dude you're fucking you can't walk like yeah, don't take looking the fucking back fight. Now, <laughs> looking back now i wish i would have took some of those not and did it not like healed myself and did it properly you know what i mean right because then uh, my body would have been a lot better already now or you know or i would i would have looked the fights when i was healthy then it would have been knockouts instead of decisions or mm-hmm. rarely winning you know what i mean because mm-hmm. i'm barely surviving on the skill set not even being able to put in the work and right. the training because of the injuries you know mm-hmm. so do you ha- you don't have like a toughest fight or a, a fight that really stands out to you like yeah, i'm trying to think you were like top of your game You've this been guy a lot of my fights what i've been to a ton of them yeah so which one do you think and you got to recall my memory you know what happens to me short-term memory so <laughs> And then when you'll say it, I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that guy, uh, I forget what his name, the the white dude at the USC. I thought that guy was tough as fuck. Which one? Uh, he fought Kevin Ross. Um, he had that long guard style. He was sort of like a southpaw, and he was just coming straight oh, forward. Oh, Chris, yeah, he was tough. He was strong. Yeah, he was, you know, str- but tough I was strong. He, he was a little easier to hit, but he's a good fighter, good good heart. You know yeah. what I mean? But just too straightforward. Yeah, I felt like if he connected with you, you could have got hurt, but yeah. he just couldn't. He was strong. Him. He yeah, was strong, he, but he had the, no real movement. Yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But other than that, like, um, I thought, uh, what was his name? Landon was a great fight for you. Yeah. That other dude that was a kickboxing fight and you were training with Chewy. That was like the most. I seen he threw like a 12 punch combo where you're oh, fucking the one where, the they body. Lo- where they said I lost. They robbed you. Yeah. 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 And then you're like, did you even Russian see him hit me? I was like, I just saw one knee. You're like, yeah, that one knee got me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nobody else saw it. Like it didn't yeah, you, nobody saw that yeah. it got you, but I was like, that one probably hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Afterwards, he was like, yeah, freaking tall, too. He was like 6'2, you know? Yeah. When mm-hmm. I was making a miss that day, I was pissed. But oh, yeah, you were digging the body, too. And I heard Chewy like, yes, oh, Josh, yes, oh. Like he was getting into it because you were actually doing, like, you know, I could tell you had a little bit of his style and stuff. No, what was some of the camps um like i know you trained with justin fortune you trained at freddie roach truly like yeah what's something you do you take away a little bit from each coach and oh sort yeah of, definitely yeah. yep mm-hmm. and then you kind of you know you get a piece and piece 
from every type of, I mean, every person you learn, you know, every coach and stuff, everybody has different skill sets. And I put it together, what I like, what I like, boom. And that's why I believe every, most coaches are different, you know? Yeah. And then from that, do you think that that made up your style of coaching or what's your style of coaching and what do you like to um, try to imprint in your students? Yeah. Because uh, I, have, I have my take of what I think you try to do, uh, but I'd like to hear, like, from maybe your students listening. I love like movement, know. you know, and I, I love the uh, counters and then, like, miss and get them hit, you know, not get yeah. hit, you know, mm-hmm. the art of the fight, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but um, let's see. Let me see. Because just from my experience watching, too, I think a lot of it is, like, you uh, are very, like, get in there and do it. And then we'll fix it. Yeah. Like, but make sure you kind of have the heart first. Well, that's the way to learn. That's the best way to. That's to the way learn. I learned too. Yeah. But yeah, it's you're very much like get it like. Well, so stu- my students are not all fighters, so like those, I want them to learn. I want them to look at like they're like they're a fighter, even if they're not. You know, mm-hmm. if there's guys that are fighting and we're working with them absolutely, in the gym, absolutely. that's different. Now you mm-hmm. got to make sure they even have the heart for it. That doesn't mean beat them down. Yeah. And see if they come back. That means you know you take them through the you, you give them a hard workout and see if they'll come back. And not only that, they have to be willing to learn because then you have students that think they know everything or other like oh yeah i know oh i got it yeah i know and and how are you ever going to be able to work with that guy or get him better if they know everything already you know well that's what fucking drives me crazy when i'm trying to help somebody and then they're like yeah i got it i'm like motherfucker yeah Yeah. (laughs) so then why why am i here (laughs) yeah exactly like you know everything why don't you (laughs) why are you here you know it's fucking um but i think um at least this is something like i do and i think i I think you do too like if they say they want to fight like you'll give them a day where you're like prove it yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and sort of like that's how i grew up that's what yeah that's how me. just to make sure you have the heart right you know, like yeah. put you in some deep water yeah so, and then after that like okay he's got the heart now let's refine the technique and get him straight exactly right you gotta so. see if they can if they can even take a punch honestly and yeah you know it doesn't mean try to knock them out but i want to see how they react too yeah we see these guys with walkouts and they're like dogging their opponent i'm like you're gonna fight stop it <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> like you're about to fight him. <laughs> I, that's what I don't get in some of that. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, we both train hard. We're about to, we're about to hit each other right now. You don't have yeah. to. Yeah, you don't you have know? to stare at me and try to like, dog dog yeah, because I'm just like, you fucking hit my prick. Hand. Yeah, yeah, it's like we're gonna fist fight right yeah. now. It's yeah. gonna happen. <laughs> it's, it's like, it doesn't matter uh, if you look mad at me or not. If you, yeah. you try to hit we're me, I'm gonna, gonna try fight. To yeah, that's what, I don't get that either. I'm like, isn't that exhausting? Just like pacing around and fucking. Exactly. No, that's so true though. But they watch too much UFC or they watch too much fucking TV and they're like, this is how I have to act. And I'm like, dude chill <laughs> well that's why i think ufc and muay thai are a lot different for at least the the respect and the tradition part you know that's what i, mean? what I love about muay thai like, that's what i fell in love with too you know because it's yeah. still a martial art that's why I, I strongly believe it's good for for the youth and the kids and you know discipline and mindset you know because it's culture respect it's yeah. a lot about a lot of it is derived from like the buddhist practice too so a lot of it's about respect and honoring your family and gyms the white crew people don't understand that it's about you know, sort of like the spiritual aspect of being in the ring. That's a lifestyle. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's exactly what it is. It's a lot of spiritual aspect too, getting in there and finding that inner mindset and you know what I mean? And 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 faith, all that, you know? So yeah. it's uh I, I that's why Muay Thai, you know, I fell in love with, you know. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. And that's I even seeing you sort of I don't want to say like a cholo, but <laughs> yeah. Just sort of like being like a certain way and then going into the ring and doing the white crew and having that respect is very like, oh, because I remember I was cornering you uh, with one of your fights where you came back and you fought Debo from Friday. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, like, I, would, I didn't come back, dude. No, I you literally showed up fight, and they're like, and you're going to fight him. Help. It was like the smoker fights yeah. at that time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I was, uh, they, uh, crew Walter and June was like, oh, can you come in and help? And I'm like, yeah. That was when I was working AC. I was supposed to come in and help and I ended up fighting. I remember I was freaking I remember. fat. Yeah. The guy was huge. Yeah. You know, it was like 200 and, the guy, and uh, he was in shape training and he was just ripped. He was like 6'4", like at least 230. Yeah. I'll say like stocked this. He looked like fucking Debo from Friday. He was yeah. bald head. He was fucking huge. He was. And, and I whipped, and I did good the first round. Yeah. I was beating yeah, yeah. him up. Turning it, you were turning it. All that, hitting on punch, yeah. combos, and then that was it. I was done. Yeah. Second and third round, <laughs> I was just surviving for life. Like, oh, shit, don't let him land one of those right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So tired and out of shape. That shit was so wild, dude. I remember because <laughs> it was literally like you weren't in the gym at all. And I was told, I was told, like, you got to train every day. You got to stay ready so you don't get ready. And then you just showed up, like, with fucking in and out. And you're like, man, I just had sex with my wife. I shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, it's her fault. She's walking around her underwear. Oh I'm like, my damn gosh. it, Josh. Dude, I probably did. No. And then, you know, and, and, like, I wasn't supposed to fight. I was supposed to help. And they're like, come on, we need you. You got to help save the show. They already had, like, 10 fights. We yeah. need to save the show. But me being young, I'm like, yeah, all right, I'm going to save the show. <laughs> they knew how to push your buttons to get oh you in there. Oh, my God. Right. But I remember I was cornering you, 
And you came back after first. I was like, Josh, like, what are you doing? Fuck this guy. And I was like, stop. Like, he needs instructions. He needs directions. He doesn't yeah. need to fucking know that stupid shit. And I was like, yeah. oh. I learned that right away. But that was, like, my first time being in your corner. And I just have, like, my, my mentor, the guy that got me into it, like, fucking fighting. And I just got all crazy, you know. And then I learned yeah. after that there's a lot more to the game than just fucking fighting. Well, because you go crazy, you lose so much. You're exhausting. Yeah, you know? you're going to use your energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. your mind's already going a million miles per yeah. hour trying to figure out, I got to block. I got to think. How am I going to throw? Where am I going to move? You know? And you're doing this while a grown man is trying to take your fucking head yeah. off. And everybody's watching. And everyone's yeah, watching. Exactly. Yeah. Do you ever? I noticed you're always rise to the occasion. I remember when you fought. Um, uh, I guess it's okay to say his name, Nico. You fought Nico. Yeah. And um, it was a lot of animosity because that gym and uh, us at the time was just something. I forget what happened. Or when I was walking out for that fight, that's what happened. Yeah, they, we. They yeah, he drinking. tried to fucking get loud and smart, and I had to fucking check him. He didn't really want it. He just wanted to make a scene. Yeah, <laughs> and then we had that whole thing, and it was like. So so much buildup. I couldn't believe it. Like there was, he probably had a, he had a huge crowd, like one of the biggest crowds I've ever seen, but you had a bigger crowd. Yeah. And, um, that fight was like fucking so insane. Yeah. And it then, was fun. Yeah. It was, there was, that was when, um, it was fun for you guys. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Nung Siam fought on it. that. There was yeah. like, it was a lot of the ties had flown in for that one. Um, to, yeah, cause they were good. fighting the main, Matt Embry fought, um, Lordzilla on that, that card. Yeah. Yeah. And your guys was like the biggest thing. And it was like, you've always rose to the occasion. Do you feel like um, when that kind of pressure on you, is that when you do your best? Yeah, I think so. You just don't even think, huh? You just go into a zone? Yeah, you have to. You have to get out of that. You start thinking and drawing on it too much, you're going to, I think you're going to set yourself up for disaster. So you you do go into like a, a, you have gone into a place where you're second guessing yourself. You're sort of freaking out mentally, but you're just able to pull yourself out of it. Everybody second guesses themselves. Well, it doesn't fucking seem like you do. That's why I'm asking you. (laughs) (laughs) I think everybody always questions, but you just say, fuck that. I'm winning. I'm going to do this. There's no fucking way I'm going to lose. You know, like it's either me or him and that's, there's no way. Um, you know, I'm gonna I, do whatever I gotta do to win. Make them tired, get you know, make make it yeah. nasty, make it dirty in there, you know. But I'm gonna win. Right? I, I, not dirty fighting. No, but no, you know no. What yeah, I mean? like make it whatever make it, it takes. Gr- yeah, exactly. I've had those moments where I'm like, I'm not gonna lose, and I'm not gonna go down. I've had those moments, but it's not how I always am. You know, I think I'm too much of a fucking head case. But that's why I'm asking because I'm trying to pick your brain. But you get that, <laughs> and you tell yourself, "There's no way." I I know I am. This is what I'm up to do. You know, He's yeah. Try to try to, you know, and 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 sometimes it will happen in during the fight. And a lot of times, every time in the ring, you know, you start. Oh man, I'm tired. No, I'm not. I'm fucking tired. Get up. Go. Let's go. Come on. Yeah. Get that combo off. He he just threw something at you. Come back with two. He had one. You come back with three. You know. Oh, he he tried to throw two. Come back with four. And right. do you think that's just something you gain from experience, or do you think it's something that's like in you, or do you talk to yourself? Do you prep that for that? Do you sit in front of the fucking mirror and chant? I think hymns? it was. It, <laughs> <laughs> it goes on. No, I didn't do any of that. Actually, <laughs> at all. I just try to stay. I actually, I, I don't even try to focus too much on the fight because I, there's already so much emotions going on already yeah, there. Absolutely. But when I get in there, that's it. When you're walking up to that ring, it's like boom, okay, zoned in. Yeah. And then yeah, you still have those nerves, but right when you get in there, that's on. That's it. Yeah. Like, once I'm in there, I'm usually like, well, around. this is it. I'm ready to perform. Let's yeah. Go, you know? Okay. So it's just sort of like you're just doing the work. You're worried about everything else, not really the fight. And then when it comes to the fight, it's just finally at that point, 100% focused. Yeah, never really worried or second question about the fight or the guy. More about like my readiness to train. Was I healthy enough? Did I set back? Did I do this enough? You know, things like that. Like, oh, man, man, did this injury really mess? It did, huh? Then you got to kind of block that out. Mm-hmm. Right away, because mm-hmm. you'll start to be in the lo- back of the locker room. Sometimes, at least for myself, I'll come up with those, and I just shut it out right away. Boom! Yeah. Like, get out of here. You know, mm-hmm. you're trying to fuck with me. Not tonight. Yeah. So it's almost like, because I know, like for like, if you see a movie like Creed or Rocky or something like that, he always says like, you see this guy here, and he's looking in the mirror. He's like, that's your number one opponent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like that for you. You know. Uh, that. Yeah. Well, don't get me wrong. You know, I love watching all those before. Yeah. You know, Rocky, all the, all the, all the. Fighting movies, that whole like fight week. Yeah, you know? I just get into all the okay. old school ones. Yeah, yeah, you know? all the old school it ones. Motivates for sure. me, you know. Before I'm trained, when I'm tired, like after the morning session, I have to go back in the afternoon. You gotta watch I try Rocky to take too. a nap real <laughs> before I go. Yeah, uh huh. That's it. They're set. They're yeah, really fighting movies too. You know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, so Rocky, obviously, because I remember you came to my house one time. And I had hid my Buffy the Vampire Slayer DVDs behind my Rocky <laughs> movies. And you're like, oh, I got all those Rocky movies too. And then Richard's like, yeah, but he's got all the Buffies behind him. I'm like, shut the fuck up, Richard. 
<laughs> You're in love with her. What's that actor's name? Sarah Michelle Gellar. There you go. Look at dude by S M G. You have posters of her on your wall yeah. and everything. <laughs> that's yeah. just my childhood crush, bro. Can't help it. Um, yeah. But so so other than Rocky, what's something like an old school movie that you put on Come a on, pump you? Kickboxer. Yes. All the Sean Con Van Damme, Bruce Lee, bro. Yeah. All yeah. Of those are the greatest, man. Yeah. yeah. I show my kids that these days they fall in love with them. Oh, okay. Too. Cool. You that's know? awesome. Yeah. yeah, I think that's oh, a yeah. lost thing. A lot of people, like the newer generation, like you haven't seen Kickboxer. No, that's fucking train Muay Thai. Exactly. Like, bizarre. You gotta show them like, here, this is what Daddy grew up to. Yeah. Watch this, <laughs> man, you know. Then they're in the living room, <laughs> like, just like me, you kicking know? the wall. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're like, hey, goddamn! I even show them like the Three Ninjas stuff like that. That shit that was, was dope, dope too. Dude. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that bro, was a good one. Tum Tum and Rocky. Heck yeah, bro! I love those ones. You know. What's uh? Who's I know I asked you this the other day, just shooting the shit in the gym, but. Some of your favorite fighters and why? Like, uh, let's talk about old school boxing because we, I think we both grew up on that. Love boxing. Yeah, right. watching that shit with our pops, like that's the memory I have, you know. So yeah. I know that you have the same one. So what, like, what was your dad's favorite fighter that you and him used to watch together? Uh, Cesar Chavez. Yeah, of course. Uh-huh. We like that. Mike Tyson, he mm-hmm. loved, you know. But that was my favorite, Cesar Chavez. I loved Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson, you know, Joe Frazier. Mm-hmm. Um, man, there's so many. Frazier's uh, dope because he Robertson, he Sugar Ray t- Leonard, yeah, you know, yeah, a bunch. Man, there's great. Did you? How did you watch those uh, old school fighters like Sugar Sugar Ray Leonard and stuff like that? Um, Roy Jones too, one of my favorite. Fuck yeah, he was so. Yeah, like, I, I loved that. Was like more my era and stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. Him, you know? mm-hmm. yeah. And at his height, he was just destroying everyone. So he had to keep going up and wait, and eventually he started getting rocked. His know? moment too. Yeah, Bam, head moment. He'll punch from angles like from leaning out to the side. I loved it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and then um. How did, how did you watch the old school fighters like like Sugar Ray Leonard or something like that? You're talking about like the first Sugar Ray Leonard, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Like how did you watch him? Like old DVDs yeah, or, or uh-huh. VHS old, tapes? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Or like even now growing up, you know, you'll mm-hmm. catch old ones here, you know. Yeah. And my dad had a bunch of old old like clips too. You Fight know? tapes and stuff? Uh-huh. And so oh, that's tight. So his box, uh, his, his, uh, where he worked at in Santa Fe Springs, they had a bunch of old school ones and they would play. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool, uh, cool. In the ring. Because it was just like underneath like a... Uh, a church it was like on the bottom of a basement and so and at the gym they would have these movies uh-huh. playing. that's fucking Different dope old dude old school fights things like that yeah, yeah that's awesome dude yeah. I, I love my the dad fought dude when he fought he fought in jail cause you know he was always in and out yeah so he had like 12 fights in there you know <laughs> dude I was just watching the, the newest contender uh-huh. Freddie Roach Nazim Richardson and Andre Ward is like a utility coach so he goes back and forth yeah and one of the guys in there he's uh, 16 and 0 and he got locked up at 15 and his whole record is from prison. Yeah. So he's been out for two years, and he's fucking mean, yeah. dude. He's oh, dude, there's some good, great. Uh, my dad, he, he was actually that, that's how we would go to Santa Fe Springs from that other coach at the gym, the gym that we went to in Santa Fe Springs because mm. it was Joe Camacho wanted to sign my dad, but you know he was yeah not doing so well, so yeah. he messed up. And oh, but, okay. but they end up being friends with the other guy and stuff, and so he started working with him. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. That's dope, man. Um, I was just watching a an HBO special with Johnny Tapia. Fucking I dude, I love that guy. I saw that. Sp- I saw that special too. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. I saw it like last year. It was old. Yeah, it's so yeah. good, dude. It's just they talk about his life and how he like mistress. His mistress was cocaine, and yeah. he like couldn't fucking kick it, and he ended yeah. up in a coma three times. Finally got clean at forty five, and at the very end of the movie, they show him like training, and then it's like a month later he died. Yeah, yeah. but he was clean. I, I was know. just like, fuck. But see, dude. that's why, like, you know, that like, you. The fighter's life, it's like they train hard, party hard. That's why I had to find a balance. You have to find a balance, you know? Yeah. Otherwise, I, we're killing ourselves. So. I think I thought at 22, 23, when I was fighting, I remember I hit a point where I thought it was just about the party. I was like, after this fight, I could party. I wasn't even thinking about the fight. Yeah. I thought about afterwards, I'm going to fuck girls and drink. Yeah. <laughs> do blow, and I'm going to fucking do this and do that. Like, I want to be a rock star, you know? Yeah. Like you yeah. said, but uh, we know a month like that turned into six months, and then all of a sudden turned into three years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking in rehab and shit. Like yeah, that. for sure. Um, sure. uh what's it called and I, I'll, I'll say this too when i was going at it real bad like a couple times you were like you need to come over here and like you made me stay with you and i was able yeah. to like get out of my own head for a couple of days so i appreciate that yeah brother. of course my brother we're family you know? yeah i know that um but that's what that's like well, that's the thing about muay thai and, and gyms and even some boxing gyms and stuff you find a brotherhood you know with our, our family not even it's you know guys girls doesn't matter and you look out for each other and that's that's how you grow that family and that bond, you know. And then you have that team like that. You guys can go far because you'll help each other out, build each other up, things like that. I know? was just – we went to lunch with Genesis and Frankie, and I was like, uh, this is what I've been looking for. Like, I did it with, the like, gangs. I did it with, like, military stuff. I was always trying to figure out where I belong because yeah. I didn't grow up with, like, a traditional family and stuff like that. And um, 
with that, it's just like this guy's about to get in a. I told I don't even know what I said to Frank, but I was just like, you're about to get in a high stress situation, and if I could fucking be there to help you out, I'm going to. Yeah. And you're gonna know that that means a lot, and yeah. I'm gonna know that you knew, and then like we're gonna be that's connected. See, you from build that. That, that. That's that's what I love about Muay Thai too, because they can be all guys from different backgrounds, you yeah. know, different races, different everything. You know what I mean? Doctors, lawyers, lawyers. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Mexican, white, black, Asian, mm. doesn't matter. Everybody's in there. You know, yeah. Arabic. Everybody's in there training together and love each other. You know what I yeah. mean? It brings the brings the world together that's why yeah that's what everybody needs to do is train muay thai baby yeah <laughs> <laughs> unify the world josh for president right, 2022 yeah dude i um, get to the gym fight the coronavirus <laughs> and everybody loves each other yeah man i really uh that brotherhood that you're talking about is fucking that's something that hit my soul and definitely when quarantine happened um and i was out for two months i came back and i couldn't kick i didn't realize why i was going so fucking insane but it's because i didn't have that yeah you know and how yeah. important that is and how many hours you fucking spend with like those people versus your family you yeah, know, sometimes right yeah, uh-huh. yeah a lot you know yeah it's, it's like funny. we wouldn't even say hi to each other because we'd be around each other 10 hours a day yeah i know uh your your oldest son Jaden's fighting now is that something you wanted, or did you want to know how to protect himself, or what was the... Uh, it just happens, him being at the gym all the time, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, that, and if he wants it, great. As long as he does what he needs to do at home and in school, then he can he can get in there and, and do what he wants. But he, he has to put in the work, too, you know? Right. I was just watching, the reason I brought this up, too, is I was just watching that contender season. Check it out, guys. Season five. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but one of the guys on there is Sugar Shane Mosley Jr., Oh yeah, 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 and I'm, I'm he's on, good. He's fucking good. Uh, Ozzy, our buddy Ozzy, he works with him all the time. Oh really? With him and stuff oh all the time. shit, I yeah. didn't know that. All the time, yeah. Oh what? He would train. He's good. Good fighter. I, he actually invited me down a couple times. It just didn't work out during the fight camp time. You know. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah he's got a really weird style, but um, you know, he's a, he's a Mosley, so yeah, it's fucking uh-huh. dope to see him. He looks like his dad. He's got his dad. I like him. I've watched him. Yeah, yeah. And he's strong. He's fast. He's he's, good. he's strong too. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like he hits that hard, but he just gets these weird angles and fucking drops yeah. people. And it's like oh. But I was wondering, I was like, do you think he has that kind of pressure, like uh, where he wants to be a great fighter? They have more pressure, I f- believe. You know yeah. what I mean? Because mm-hmm. especially if you're looking at who your dad is, you know, and they're like, oh man, you know. So yeah. everybody, and then they think that people are just handing him stuff because he's uh, Roy Jones' son, you know, he's yeah. junior, you know. Mm-hmm. So he feels like he wants to prove himself more. I think, you yeah. know, I mean, at least that's how I believe I would feel, you know. I know for uh, a fact, you know, seeing you and CC raise uh, Jaden, like when you know, I, this is a time when I was working at BJ's, and I would just sneak out the back door and go sit at your house for six hours instead of working um (laughs) but it was like there was no there was no ac there was like you know it was hard yeah you know and you guys were working full time and doing this and doing that do you think um i mean obviously there's a different level of what they have versus what you have and that's your goal right yeah that's the goal that's why i work hard that's why i work every day and you don't think that affects um days off i mean obviously it affects people's hunger level as a fighter but do you think it's just something that you're kind of born with or do you think it's something that they could develop if it's something you really want to do like what's something you would say to your son involving the fight game if he's like yo dad do you think i should really do this i don't want him to be a fighter to be honest but if he would ask me okay if he would ask me if like uh say dad do you think i should continue this you know and i would say how far have we gone into it mm-hmm. you know does it make sense to turn back around and start over again or just to keep going even though we hit bumps in the road you know what i mean like yeah uh it makes more sense to keep going at what i'm doing so i can actually get to my goal than to turn around and start something all over again right right mm-hmm. so i mean it just depends how bad you really want it you know right yeah, but uh, for him, I <laughs> I mean, if he does fight, at least maybe uh, UFC or, or boxing because it makes a lot more money, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah, just for that sake. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, before we check out, I want to talk about uh, your uh, young man. Uh, you and Cece are a power couple. I love you guys together. Oh, right on. Look both at you that. guys. Both you guys. <laughs> what, what's, uh, how do you guys keep it together with all this craziness and stuff like that? What's your advice for uh, – for the lovers out there. Ah. <laughs> Give Here a little bit of that Josh love advice. Here we go. Well, let me tell you this. <laughs> nah. Oh, you uh, cool cats out there. No, honestly, I think you just got to be honest, you know, and be on the same page and be communicating, you know, with each other. You know, always communicate with each other, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, and just try to be as honest as you can with each other. And that's, you know, go you'll go far yeah mm-hmm. well you guys obviously have gone far you guys have a fucking beautiful family joe Jaden are in there thank you brother thank yeah, you yeah and um man i wish uh you know hopefully we could do this again sometime i mean yeah but we, we later talk- on in the future you know yeah. we have different things coming up in life and we'll switch it up and 
go on to there. Yeah, well, thank you so much for joining us, dude. Um, I think you fucking uh, thank you for being honest and putting your shit out there. I know it's a uh, you got it, my brother. Yeah, you know, anything. but we'll talk more. But uh, thanks again for everything, brother. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Have a good one, my brother. All right, guys, check out Josh on Instagram if you want to train. Uh, hit me up if you have any follow up questions. Other than that, peace, love, take care. I'm out.